All right. Hello and welcome, Just a Family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV, as I like to call it. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, creator, and founder of not only Just a Live TV, but also the Women Supporting Women Can Network. Today, we're going to be talking about being the best version of yourself, which who doesn't want to be the best version of themselves? Um, to do that, we're going to be talking to Alexia Klonda, who is the owner and operator of the Mind and Breathing Edge, who happens to be our sponsor today. They, she is offering you a meditation. Um, if you email her, let her know that you were watching just a live TV, click the link, send her an email. She will give you a meditation. So I'm going to hand it over to you, Alexia, to introduce yourself. Would you like to do that? Yes, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Melissa, and uh, great to be here. My name is Alexia Klonda. As you can hear, I'm an Australian living somewhere in America. Um, I am a former world squash champion, an elite athlete at junior and senior levels. Been very fortunate to travel the world doing what I love doing. And But I'm also a breathing mindset and spiritual coach, which has actually enabled me to be a world champion. I had life-threatening asthma when I was a kid, and throughout my professional squash career, I carried a suitcase full of med medications and a nebulizer that I had to take very, very regularly, uh, nearly killed me quite quite a few times. But uh, throughout, and I, I got through it, I achieved, I became the best I but best version of a squash player that I could be, uh, world number five, pretty high, and world number one junior. But uh, after that, unfortunately, a lot of other health issues um, uh, surfaced. And it's been an ongoing theme my whole life, ill health. I've actually never known good health, uh, if you want to class it as that. I've always functioned at anywhere between 20% and 60% of my full potential, even though I did achieve. So um, having been having wanting to achieve in my own sport, it led me down the path of spiritual my spiritual journey. And it really has opened up my eyes to there's many, many different ways of helping yourself. Um, on many, many different levels, mind, body, spirit, emotional, um, many, many, um, many, many, many different levels. And I'm still exploring that. It's an ongoing journey. And I think that's what really it's we are all about. We are forever growing, expanding and evolving. And just because we have a goal and we've reached that goal, it doesn't mean we stop there. We continue. We What's after that goal? Because if we are here to evolve, which I believe we are, we are forever on a journey and it doesn't have to be a hard journey. It doesn't have to be a difficult journey. Yes, we have moments of difficulty. We have moments of, oh, this is tough. I don't know if I can go on. But it's about digging deep and understanding what you're, where understanding and tapping in to your own innate inner strengths that we all have sometimes we just disconnect from them through traumas through bad experiences whatever and we we've forgotten how to reconnect and so I help people reconnect with themselves their inner selves their true selves their authentic selves to be the best versions of them and to keep that going and to be like today I'm the I'm wanting, I am the best version of me with what I'm doing. Tomorrow's a whole new day. It's a blank canvas. Mm -hmm. So 
the questions I ask myself is, what am I learning from today? What have I learned from today? What have I done today? What have I achieved today? How have I grown today? What didn't I do well? What could have I have done better? So I'm forever asking myself questions, whether I'm in my sport mode or in my spiritual healer mode or in my coaching mode, my squash coaching mode, my breathing coach mode or my mindset coaching mode. Forever, Einstein said it lovely, curiosity is, actually curiosity is far more uh, powerful. Always be curious because you're going to open up your mind to possibilities and that's what it's about. The what if, what if I was, what if I could, the what if question, that really opens up your mind and gets your subconscious working and helping you bring in some answers through your intuition. That gut instinct, that intuition, that is our guide to grow, to um, expand and evolve. And that's, I believe, a a gift uh, from the divine intelligence, God, creator, universe, the life force, whatever you like to call it. And that that go that's far beyond any religion so to speak and that's what spirituality is all about really connecting with your you your true authentic self yeah uh there's a lot of stuff that you've said that just unpacked uh, a few comments that i want to make so i love what you do i'm an identity coach everything that i do every one of my business reconnects to yourself so i love that you do that that is something that I do myself, and it is life-changing when you have that ability to reconnect to who you are yourself. Absolutely. Um, when it comes to, you know, being the best version of yourself, a lot of people, so I love how you mentioned spirituality, and, and where I'm going with this is I, I'm a spiritual teacher as well. Um, I love helping helping newbies who are having their spiritual awakening, who are just kind of going through it, try to figure out who they are in that spiritual realm and aspect. Um, and so one of the things that I noticed on my journey as, as, a, as a healer and, and somebody who does this work um, is that a lot of people will have that trauma, right? You said you are anywhere from 20 to 60% optimal health. And I find a lot of people who find that spiritual journey are at that level where mm-hmm. they're questioning. And, and for anybody watching or catching the replay, this question comes up a lot is there, there has to be something better. There has to be something that's going to make me happy. There's, there has to be something more. And it's almost this desperate need to just not sit where you're at. And most people who are ready to connect to who they truly are, are ready to awaken spiritually have that desperation and desire to do something greater. And that's every single one of my clients have felt that everyone, a lot of the people that I know in similar positions have talked about that question and that burning desire. And when we can look at our life situations, right, your health, other people with their mental health and their, you know, the traumas that they face Yes, these things are horrible and absolutely nobody wants to go through anything negative. But at the same time, those are what show us how strong we are. Those are the situations where we can make that choice to, to, to thrive, to change our circumstances, to 
you know, I had somebody tell me once, I think they were on an episode of the show. I can't remember which one, uh, but it was a gentleman. And he said, you know, I can't do that. Right. Like I, I wanted to be this and I couldn't. And I, and I, and I kept thinking to myself, okay, you might not be able to do it to that extent, but how can you make it work your way? How can you make it work for you? Right. If you're somebody who can't leave the house and wants to be your own boss, wants to, you know, you can become an entrepreneur from home. You can, you know, there, there are so many different ways that we can experience things. Right. And yeah, I think this person wanted to be an astronaut could never go to space. Um, there are other things that you could do to be a part of that world, to be a part of that experience without physically doing it. Absolutely. And, th- and that's it. We have a expectation or a definition of, uh, and I think it's about expanding that definition of, like, yes, I, could, I was a world champion, but I, along the way I found there were small baby steps I take. So here was my overall goal. And if, and, and if I couldn't make that, but what if I could do this? What if I could do that? What if? So again, it's we sometimes when we're setting goals or intentions or we have an outcome, we are so attached to the outcome. We forget about the journey and the steps and what we're learning on, on our path to that outcome. So what I say is here, have a goal, have an outcome, detach from it, because when you detach from that outcome, you're going to have so many more richer experiences of helping you and not even defining you, but finding what you don't want in your life, what doesn't, you know, make, you know, float your boat. Man, not interested in that. Try it. And not really my cup of tea, but maybe this. So we're forever opening up our horizons to what if and it's about trying different things trying you know trying that you know putting that coat on of maybe you know squash coach or maybe you know I want to be an astronaut or an astronomer or I just want to look through my telescope or whatever so it's about trying these many many different hats or and coats if you like to call it that way but never um, never pigeon pigeonholing you don't you don't have to label yourself because society for so long where everything needs to be labeled and a human isn't isn't here to be labeled it's here to you know we're here to grow so i'm thinking what again those questions what if and trauma yeah i've been through a lot of trauma heart attacks you know septicemia i've nearly died so many times i've worn it i've owned it i've experienced it but throughout when I was going through those experiences and I believe you create everything on a subconscious level for your higher learning to help you grow and expand. So, and yes, there was a moment where, ah, geez, you know, if I didn't have this and I didn't have that, or if the doctors just give me this magic pill and then I said, uh, uh, no, 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 no. I look, the answers are in me. That's our guidance, our intuition, our connection with our source, our source, whatever you like to call it. We are forever looking for outside stuff to help us. Yes, it's out there, but we we look outside to help ourselves within when we realize that we have all the answers. We are actually opening our horizons to actually being aware of what is out there that can, we can bring on board to help ourselves. Yep if that makes sense. You reminded me of two things. So the first thing is I know um, of a couple that's going through a breakup. Um, They're young. So the breakup is fairly new. 
um, and, you know, first serious breakup. And so I, I asked the question, I said, you know, do you know what you want? Mm-hmm. And this person doesn't, right? Like they, they, yeah. And I said, that's okay. Like a lot of people, you could have people, it doesn't matter how old you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you ask somebody that question, not everybody's going to be able to answer it. Absolutely. So I turned around and I text them and I said, did you know that when relationships end, it shows it shows us what we want by showing us what we don't want. And our situation, so if you're in a situation, again, anybody watching or catching the replay, if you're in a situation where you don't feel like the best version of yourself, you're not happy, um, things aren't going your way, or you know anything along those lines, instead of asking yourself, what do I want? Start by asking yourself, what do I, what do I not want? What isn't working for me? What do I not like? When you can identify the things that you don't like, the traumas that you've experienced, all of the things that are negative, you can start to identify and remove those things so that you can open up for the positive. My husband, the other day, my husband was going on this rant the other day and he's into uh, magic, the gathering. And so he's like, what do I want to do with my cards? So I'm going to get rid of them. Do I want to just collect them? Do I want to just, there's so many options. And I said, give yourself a couple of weeks. And he starts getting mad at me. And he's like, I've done that. All right. I said, no, listen, <laughs> Stop and listen for a minute. I said, give yourself a couple of weeks. And why don't you go to our local gaming stores? Why don't you go and go play? Ooh. Go play with other people there. Mm-hmm. I said, you haven't had the opportunity to do that. You haven't made the time to do that go and see what everybody else is like go and see he came home the next day he went and he came home and the smile on his face was fantastic he wasn't worried about getting rid of cards he wasn't worried about what he wants to do he had found something that he legitimately enjoyed it and that's a big one we forget how to enjoy and how to play. We get so caught up in the world of stress and worry and we, you know, it's like a nice little spiral going down the rabbit hole. What, you know, when I'm coaching someone, no matter what it is, what do you enjoy? How do you have fun? Go and have some fun. Take the mickey out of yourself, you know, have a laugh at yourself. Go and look in the mirror and say, hello, I love you, you know, or you're going, you're going well, whatever. Yeah. But when you can play and have fun and enjoy, it's actually opening up your creativity uh, centers and allowing, again, that more information and you're ready to accept and receive that, in, receive and accept the information to do more with it, to open up. Again, new possibilities, possibilities. And you, Melissa, is so true. Getting clear on what you, having clarity. Again, going through all our experiences, you're getting a nice list of what you don't want. And then you can gain clarity and have clarity on what you really do. And I don't say want because there are, there are a few times where I say want, but what you desire, because desire is a more um, a passionate word. It's it's igniting the fire within us again or turning up that little fire, you know, the burning desire. So I see desire as a fire and it lights us up, you know, it, it you know, whoa, we can start using our imagination then. What if, what if I could, it's like being like a kid in a, in a, in a candy store. Oh, what if I could have that flavor? And what if I could have that one? And what if, and then you start, and again, you just, you open up to possibilities. Oh, yeah. And very, it's, that play is a big one, enjoying. If you're not, 
if you're not enjoying something, it's causing you grief and heartache. Again, is this really for me? Is this really the path I want to take? And that's why I think COVID is such a has has had a really good effect on people. Where is is, is there? There's got to be more to life than this. Mm-hmm. What am I really doing? I'm in a rat, you know, whatever those, you know, what we we thought when COVID was, you know, at its height. It makes us question. It helps us to question ourselves. What are we doing? Are we enjoying ourselves? Do I need to change tact? And all these experiences, they're just here. Are we on track or are we off track? And it's just helping us steer us on a path. And I think it's very important to have outcomes. And I, I you know, that word, that buzzword intentions, I think that's a really nice word. No pressure, uh, no, no pressure on yourself. Intentions. I intend to do this. My intention is to have a good life. My intention is to, you know, whatever. I think they're really good things to jot down, to write down and to help us um, keep on the path of focus and on a process for progress to outcome, forget about the outcome, forget about the intention, and during the process for progress to progress, you're going to you're going to find out a lot about yourself. Yeah. Um, so before my husband went to this thing the other day, last week I got him to do. I created this rock star method, okay, and mm-hmm. it, it's fantastic. And the reason I'm sharing it because I think it's perfect for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so I made him do it. And it's a shock to your system when you do it, because you, you don't realize just how powerful it is until you actually do it. Um, and I think that a lot of our viewers who are struggling with being the best version of themselves. So I'm going to backtrack for a second. I wrote a book um, a few years ago, and it was about all my past relationships and how each of those failed relationships taught me something that I needed to learn to get where I am today. And I'm married to my twin flame. Um, And it's amazing, right? And it's ups and downs, but I know how to handle it. I know how to deal with it. I know how to compromise and and make it work, right? 15 years later, and I know how to make it work. Um, So the other day, I, I got him to do the rock star method. And he was really just questioning everything, questioning his existence, questioning, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, the way he feels and what he wants to do. Hence with the cards. Right. Mm -hmm. And I said, I need you to do this for me. And he said, okay, what? And I said, I need you to recognize how you feel, write it down, talk it out, whatever you need. You need to recognize what you're feeling, Mm -hmm. whether that's anxiety, panic, depression. And again, for everybody watching, recognize how you feel, right. You have to acknowledge how you feel. So you need to recognize if you're in a pissy mood, say I'm in a pissy mood. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you own your feelings of, I love acronyms. So rockstar is an acronym. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you own your feelings and you say, this is how I feel. There's a reason that I feel this way. And then you claim your power and say, I have the choice. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you kneel down. And when I get to this one, people are like, what? <laughs> this mm-hmm. is like, absolutely the the power you can get from kneeling down kneeling down is seen as a submissive action and it is when you first kneel down you feel weird you feel strange you're put into that moment Mm -hmm. grounded because you're kneeling down going why am i kneeling down i feel really weird but you're kneeling down and you're submitting to yourself Mm -hmm. right 
And those emotions start to peter off because Mm. you've acknowledged them. You've recognized them. You've claimed your own power. Now you're kneeling down going, oh, hey, I'm kneeling. Like I'm not focused on what's going on in here. I'm Mm. kneeling. And then you sit in that moment and you just breathe, right? It's like a meditation. You just breathe. Focus on where you're at. Take charge of yourself. You acknowledge the truth of the situation and then you respond to it. And when people actually use the rock star method, that's when you start to do the what ifs. That's when you start to question, well, I don't like this. So now what do I do? Um, You know, can I try something different? Can I go somewhere new? Can I, can I be a better version of myself? And what does that look like? When you remove the emotional overwhelm and the emotional overload, I'm going to say, that's when you can start asking those questions. That's when you can start really getting into that best version of yourself and saying, okay, this isn't working. What? And uh, I'm glad you mentioned breathe. When you breathe, you can actually, there's been quite a few studies now about breathing and the effects of motion and the correlation with emotion. If you're feeling upset or panicked or angry, people forget to breathe. They start breathing through their mouth more if you're a mouth breather already, which is dysfunctional breathing. And if you just focused on your breathing in and out through your nose and into that feeling, wherever it may be in your body, you can calm yourself down because straight away, instead of having your sympathetic nervous system switched on through the stress or whatever's triggered you, which is a fight or flight response, you're breathing in through your nose, into your belly, in and out through your nose, or into that feeling, wherever it may be in your body, will switch on your parasympathetic nervous system, which will bring you back to calmness um, and just resetting, resetting, resetting. And it's going to open up again your um, cognitive um, uh, functions to think more clearly. So it's all part of it. And this is where we're we're not just a physical body, we're an emotional body, we're an energetic body, we're a spiritual body. We are our mind, our mind and our heart, our emotions. When they're in sync, when everything is in sync, we flow. We're in the flow state. It just happens and you don't even it just wow it's like a magnificent feeling and so all these things are part of it and at any point in time you know you said about choices we all have choices we all have you know we what we think and what we feel and what we say we have full like our breathing we have full control over that Mm -hmm. so we can change at any point in time it's about being aware and recognizing and again owning it and just owning it, because once you own it, you're empowered to change it. If you don't own it, and or you play the blame game or the victim game, and we've all played those games. You know, we are in the game of life, I certainly believe. I'm in the university of life. We all are. Uh, that's my university. That's my college degree. And I'm still in it because I still haven't got that degree. I'm, I'm getting parts of it all the time. It's about just own it when you own it. When you say, okay, I can change this. And whilst you feel the feelings, be shitty, be sad, be annoyed, you know, get it out of your system. You know, there's healthy ways to release those emotions. Let them out and just go, okay, what next? What next? What next? And if if all else fails, the quick, you know, the quick uh, physiology trick is just stand up straight tilt your head backward ever so slightly, breathe in through your nose, straight away you're going to change your, your physiology and your neurophysiology and you're going to feel empowered and lifted by just changing your body language alone. 
takes about 30 seconds straight away. You can have a shift, which will actually open up your, again, your creativity, that allowing to be calm, to like some, 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 that intuition to kick in, that gut instinct to come in, or just to be with yourself, to sit, to stand or whatever with yourself and, and just experience yourself. Yep. Yeah. I'd like to leave this episode with, with my own words of wisdom and, and I'll invite you to do the same uh, in a moment. I want to make sure that everybody watching again or catching the replay knows that the best version of yourself is wherever you're at right now. The best versions of ourselves, no matter how smart, no matter how successful, no matter how, it doesn't matter where you are in life, the best version of yourself is the one that's connected to you. And if you're not connected, that's okay. Give yourself grace, give yourself understanding. Know that it is okay to be wherever it is that you are right now because you're there with whatever knowledge and understanding you have, right? You're doing the best that you can with the knowledge that you have. And that is absolutely okay. What we're trying to come across when it comes to being the best version of yourself is knowing to reconnect to who you are understand that you're always in or you can always be in control um, and just learning how learning how and and then taking those steps to change your life or change your circumstances or become a version of yourself that you would prefer absolutely it's about understanding yourself getting to know you being your own best friend instead of your own worst enemy and when you're in the you know the the rabbit hole Okay, again, hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. No experience, again, reframing. Not it's it's not a good experience, it's not a bad experience. It's an experience. Yes, I could feel great in that or I feel lousy in that. It's an experience. What did I get from that? Uh, what did I what can I learn from this? What can I learn from this? How can this move me more forward? How can this move me forward? How can this expand me? Because when when you again these questions, if you are, do not answer, if you do not ask questions of yourself and of others, you will never get more information. Yep. And you know, when the quality of your question is going to give you some quality information. Uh, and even if it's you know, and again, one step behind that, any kind of question is going to give you something different. You know, so again. Change your body position. If you don't, you know, if you're standing like this in one, you know, like your arms crossed, you're really getting annoyed and whatnot, just shift, just move, you know, two steps right, two steps left, whichever. Again, it just does something with your energy to shift, maybe shift an emotion, shift the energy. Because if you, ch- if you change nothing, nothing changes. If you change it, it will do something and see what opens up. See what opens up. Be, be open to being pleasantly surprised yep being your own being your own being in your own wonder yep um knowing mindset and and emotional health and wellness when you shift like you were saying and you take two steps sideways or whatever take a step back your mental brain right your unconscious or subconscious brain will tell you that taking a step back is removing you from that situation. It is removing you. So you have that mental awareness of removing yourself while breathing and that 
that shift, that will absolutely shift because it is a mental, an unconscious or subconscious level of awareness saying, I am removing myself from the situation. Exactly. And you have a look, you get a different view of it because you can view it objectively, be the third person, because then, you know, you say there's your life, you, you step out of your life, you can look back at it and you can see it as a whole picture and you can get, you're getting more information when you're stepping back for sure, Absolutely. which is great. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we get going? Ah, oh, look, as I said, having been <laughs> on my deathbed a couple of times and coming on the other side of it, where I go is where I go, but there is always hope. And at the end of the day, be kind to yourself. Be kind, have compassion, have kindness and compassion to yourself and empathy for yourself and forgive yourself. No matter what you've done in your life, you know, we've all done shitty things, we've all done crappy things, we've all done stupid things, but you don't have to carry that anymore. You can let it go. At any point in time, you can let go of anything. It's You've got to make that decision. It's about just making in, making a decision. Don't be scared if it's the right one or the wrong one, because you can always change your mind and just see where it leads and be just be open to possibilities because, again, be open. Open up your mind. Use your imagination. This is what Einstein did say. Imagination is so much more powerful than knowledge because in our imagination we could be, you know, we all had dreams as kids. Dream, as my mum would say, dream big. Uh, you know one of the um, Shark Tank people, Mark Kerbin or Kuban? He, he was being he was being interviewed, and the interviewer said to him, "What advice would you, you give to that younger version of you?" And he said, "To dream bigger. Mm -hmm. so dream big, baby. If you only get halfway there, that's still a big achievement, and you've moved and grown and expanded." Yep. Enjoy the journey. Absolutely. Right. Well, thank you so much, Alexi, for joining me today. I really appreciated your time. Thanks, Melissa. Have a good one. For everybody watching or catching the replay, go and check out um, Alex Alexia's content. Uh, links in the description of this episode. Go and email her. Tell her you're watching the show and go and get your breathing meditation for grounding and recentering yourself. Go and click that because who doesn't want that? Um, for all of you watching or catching the replay, I hope you've taken some valuable nuggets and start having conversations of your own because that is the purpose of this show. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. I will see all of you on the next episode. Bye.